Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Mama Goose. And guess what, y'all? We have another guest. She's truly one that's dear to my heart. When something told me to ask her, I didn't even hesitate. But I did leave the door open for a note. But that's not what she gave me. While praying and talking to God about my next episode, the word wisdom popped in my head. And out of my mouth was, what's the title, Lord? And I heard God say, seek me regarding your children. And I was like, okay, that's 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 good. Because we all know that parenting is a hard job. And especially for some of us single uh, parents. So as parents, how can we have some level of peace while raising our children in the current state of this world? Well, that's what we are here to discuss with our special guest. She's an awesome woman of God, a wife, an awesome mom, a fantastic grandmother, and a sister that anybody would want to have. And she's also my coach. I'm honored to introduce you all to Minister Michelle A. Johnson. She's founder of My Moment Ministry. Welcome, my sister. Get comfortable. We're here for some seriousness, <laughs> but we can have some fun. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> awesome. Well, we do have some set questions already in place for our listeners. Um, and I did send them um, over to you. And at the end of our conversation, I'm just going to give you a little a moment to to let our listeners know all about um, the sister that I love so much. And I'll start with question number one. And that question is, what has been your greatest challenge as a mother? All right. So... Um, first of all, um, again, I thank you uh, for having me and I, uh, the topic that you uh, have released that God has given you as it pertains to seeking wisdom um, regarding our children uh, in this hour that we are living in, um, which uh, we see a lot of um, the generation that is on the forefront on the front lines now, we see that they are our youth. They are the millennials. They are our youth. And um, in this season, it is so, so important uh, that we, not only us as parents have wisdom, but that we pour this same wisdom uh, into our children. So um, this topic is very important because I think that um, in this season, we can't overlook them. We can't overlook uh, overlook how they're feeling. We can't uh, overlook uh, their stance right now. We cannot think that just because they are children or just because they are youth that, oh, they will be okay. They can get over it. They'll get past it. Uh, we as parents definitely have to uh, zero in on our children right now because there are uh, questions that need to be addressed. Uh, there are uh, things that we have to do as parents as uh, being protectors, as being guides, as being leaders. 
leaders. Uh, so in this season, and I'm sure we're going to get to uh, the opportunity to talk more about that, uh, it is very important now that uh, the focus intensifies as it pertains to our children. Um, but to go to the first question that you asked me about what has been the greatest challenge uh, as a mother for me. Uh, I am the mother of two uh, children. Uh, I, I say children. I birthed two children, <laughs> uh, Brandon and Tyra. Tyra is my oldest. Tyra is now 24. And my son, Brandon, is 21. I'm blessed to also have a two-year-old grandson and one on the way. And uh, so, as you can see, uh, I've had um, a lot of experience with uh, parenting uh, all of these years. And I would have to say, uh, out of everything, because as a parent and having to parent a child that um, was born with seizures and had uh, difficulties throughout her life, but thank God um, she is where she is today. Uh, I've had to overcome a lot of challenges, uh, but I think the, the greatest one for me uh, would be... Um, to let them grow. Hmm. Um, you hear all the time parents say, well, you know what, once they once they get older, you got to let them go. You, you know, you, you, you got to let them go. You got to let them go do, you know, what they're going to do. This is this. We will never, as long as we have breath in our body, we will never let our children go. Because letting our children go mean that we, 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 we release the grip. We, re we release the hole, we let them go. When, when something goes, you think of a balloon, it goes and it just floats away. That's it right. floats, it goes, and it goes high, and you don't know if it's gonna return or if it doesn't return. So, it, so we'll never let our children go. But my greatest challenge is, and I believe as parents, we have to let them grow. And that has been a challenge for me because, um, again, I think I, I, I did mention that I birthed a daughter that started having seizures at three months old. So if you have a child that has been born with a disability or even, you know, a child in general, you are in protective mama mode. You are in protective parent mode. <laughs> You know, and when they come out, your mind is, you know, I have to, I have to protect them. I have to lead them. I have to guide them. And what we lose focus is that this infant, this infant will grow into a toddler and this toddler is going to grow into, you know, a middle-aged child. They're going to grow into teenagers. Then they grow into adults. And every stage that they grow in, you're going to see something different. You're going to experience something different. And as a parent, we have to shift with the growth. As parents, that's hard for us. That was hard for me. Shifting with the growth. When we talk about growth, it's about, you know, undergoing some type of natural development. So they, they, they undergo natural developments, of course. They get taller, their skin changes, they grow hair, they, you know, all of these other things. But not only do they do that physically, physical changes, they have emotional changes, and then they progress in maturity. They progress in maturity, so, so they begin to change. 
their thought patterns change, their needs change, their wants change. But guess what? As parents, we don't change. That's right. We, we see the same five-year-old that we think we have to control everything. We think that we have to show them how to chew. We show them where to put the toys, how to pack things up, how. And instead of watching the growth process and then asking God, seeking God, researching, looking to see and tuning into your children, how you need to respond. Yes. You mentioned um, two things that 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 caught me. Um, my my youngest son, when he was growing, I remember him saying, first you say that um, we have to acknowledge that um, they have feelings, um, they have opinions. Mm-hmm. And I remember him saying um, as a teenager, uh, maybe it was before preteen, he was like, well, I'm human and I have feelings too. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. hit me, you know, and it's like, Okay, so it gets you in a point where you still have to guide them, but you still have to acknowledge that they might not like what you have asked them to do. And let them express their, you know, concerns or feelings or whatever, but then respectfully on your part as well as their guide them into doing what you want them to do. <laughs> you know, what you have asked them to do is like, okay, I hear you. But you're still going to have to do what I, you know, what I ask you to do. Uh-huh. Um, that the, the one thing it, it just stuck in my mind is like, okay, let them go. Don't let them go, but let them grow. Yes. You know, and I was like, okay, I, yes. I like, like that. Okay, question yes. number two um, is how important is it that as parents... We seek wisdom from God concerning our children because you didn't briefly um, mention that, you know, we should seek him in regards to them. But how important is it? Absolutely. So how important is it as a parent uh, to make sure that we are seeking the wisdom of God concerning our children? And I and I say, even as individuals, as people, Um, When we want to learn something, when we want to do something, you know, we we seek wisdom for everything else. All of those uh, tangible things we want to do, those growth things that we want to do for ourselves, you know, we'll research something. We'll do that for certain things. And then for others, the things that really, really matter, which we're discussing today, our children, somehow we miss the fact that uh, there is a way. There, there, there is a, just like there is a way for us to do other things. There's a way for us to learn. There's a way. There's a way for us to to read. There's a way for us to clean our our cars. There's a there's a way to do things. But we miss it sometimes when it gets to parenting, understanding that there is a way. And so, if, if you will allow me to speak boldly right here, <laughs> so so I like to say that. Uh, it is as important as life and death. It, 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 it is vital. It is vital to our children's 
survival. And, and if you will allow me to use as an example, I'm going to say a, a device. Let, let's say a device or item, I mean, even a pet or something that you have purchased or it was given to you as a gift. And it was given to you as a gift so that you can have for the duration of his lifespan. Mm-hmm. This, this thing for the duration of his lifespan. And and you've had the opportunity, the responsibility to make it, it while while you have it in your in, in your possession, you have the responsibility of making sure it operated to its optimal capacity while it was in your care. This was given to you. So you've never had this thing before. You, th- th- this is something that's that's new to you. You've been entrusted with it to make sure that it functions well. Yeah. <laughs> to make sure that it functions well. So if you look look at this example, so for us, in order in, in order for us to make sure that what has been given to us functions well, we need some guidance. We we, we need some instructions on what it is. If it is your iPhone, if, if it is your iWatch, if whatever it is, you're not just gonna take it out the pack flop it on your arm and then just start playing with it some people do think about life you know we pull it out and we just start playing with it mm-hmm. nine times out of ten first of all it's going to take longer for you to understand its function sometimes you'll mess with it so much you'll cause it to malfunction follow me here <laughs> Yes. <laughs> You'll cause it to malfunction. And sometimes you will be wearing a device. You'll be holding something and you are using it totally opposite of what it was supposed to be used for. Yes. So it's so important that we have the instructions. We have the guidance on how to handle it and, and, and understand what its intended function is. That's what, when we go back to our children, we were created by God. Our children are a gift. Children are gifts. They are gifts to us that are given to us by God. God is the creator of all things. If he's the creator of all things, he created us and he created our children. The word of God says that we're his workmanship. We're his creation. Therefore, if we are his creation, if we're his workmanship, then he has the blueprint. (laughs) He he has the blueprint. He has the instructions. He has the operator's manual on how we were created and what our intended function is. So as parents, how do we know how to raise our children? How do we know how to lead and guide our children? How do we know what our children was functioned for? What, 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 what do we, we have a manual and that is the word of God. That's the wisdom of God, the word of God. The Bible even tells us in Second uh, Timothy, Second Second Timothy 3, uh, around the 16th verse, I believe, it talks about how the scripture, the scripture being God's breath, and it's and it's useful for instruction and conviction and correction and 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 and, and here we go for training in righteousness how in the world would you know how to train your child in righteousness how in the world would you know how to lead them and guide them and direct them if you don't know if you don't know the way if you don't know the correct way now there is a world way but then there is the way (laughs) 
and then the, you know and in uh, the way and sometimes the way the bible tells us the way is narrow that's right and 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 and, and not many find that way because uh the the other way is broad the word the world way is broad you know, you can look at something and if that's the way you like it and you want to train them that way, then you'll go with that concept or you'll go with that idea. And you end up with a child that is dysfunctional, a child that you have no idea how they're supposed to be functioning. And when they're when something is going wrong with them, you're wondering what's going on. They ha- they haven't been properly instructed. We haven't we haven't looked at the proper manual to 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 see how to how to to train them, how to encourage them, how to lead them, how to raise them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I it's ask- important that we do that. That's right. <laughs> I, I believe I asked that question number one because I do believe that um, I have listeners who um, didn't grow up in the church um, I'm pretty sure and and if that's the case then they're probably not in church and so it's going to give them an idea um, as to how to manage any issues um, going forward with their children and I say that because I was one of them um, and I, I learned um, as time went by I'm trying to do it my way even with children um, it's hard but when I started connecting with God in regards to my children I've got a little easier mm-hmm. got a little easier. Um, so I thank you thank you for sharing that Absolutely. Um, would send us to question number four and that question is why shouldn't we give up on a child who is being rebellious. Mm. <laughs> Why should we give up on a child that's being rebellious? So I'm going to kind of revert back to uh, the question that you just asked as far as uh, seeking wisdom uh, as it pertains to our children and how to raise our children. If we um, did not start that way, mm-hmm. uh, if we did not know that was the way, um, our children may have been raised um, by different influences mm-hmm. um, or falsehoods um, that kind of made it made their foundation, laid their foundation, let me say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, when we see rebellion, when we see rebellious activity, there are several things that we have to ask. First of all, we, we first of all we need to look at we need to look at us as parents. And okay. and 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 I'm gonna go as far as to say, um, your question was why shouldn't we give up on children who are rebellious? I'm gonna say as parents or right as an individual right now, uh, would you want somebody to give up on you? No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. What we will want is for somebody to understand, mm-hmm. to under, to or to seek to understand why are we acting now. So, what is rebellious? So, so rebellious is showing a strong desire. Listen here to resist authority, a strong right. desire to resist a thro- authority, uh, ru- a rule breaker. 
<laughs> you know, though those that want to they they want to be in control, rebellious. So we asked the question, would we want somebody to give up on us? Absolutely not was our answer. What we would want somebody to do is seek to understand where are we? Why are we acting the way that we're acting? Yes. Yes. Investigate the root cause of this behavior. Because first of all, remember when we in the beginning, this is your gift. <laughs> this is mm-hmm. th- this this is the gift that God has given us as parents. This is a gift that God has given you. So now that you now that you have the gift, you look back and you say, "Have I properly managed the gift first of all that was given to me?" Mm-hmm. And if I haven't done that, let me investigate. What's the root cause of what is this stemming from? What is is this a learned behavior? Is is this learned? Meaning, uh, was it developed as a result of, of their experiences, how they were raised in the household, their circumstances, how they were treated in school? Uh, what is it? Is it stemming from that learned behavior? What are they doing? What they what they see? Mm-hmm. Where, where is it coming from? Or is it generational? Is it generational? And as a parent, it takes a strong spiritual uh, foundation to take a step back and look to see if this thing of rebellious is generational. What do I mean by generational? Did it come through the bloodline? Mm. Did it come through the bloodline? Did it did, did it cross over the umbilical cord? You know what is what did it did it come through my DNA? It, is it is it something that have come down from gen? Did 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 we see rebellious in grandpa? Was was rebellion in my dad? Was rebellion re, a rebellious spirit? Was it with my mother? Where is it coming from? And once you can identify that, and that can be very hard. You know, but once you can identify that, then you deal with that. And and I'm going to say deal with that. There there are several ways to deal with that. But I'm going to tell you this because I'm going to go back to your question. Your question was don't give up on. (laughs) At the end of the day, you're going to have to address the rebellion. But right. you never, never give up on them. Being, um, if you are, and I'm going to say a believer, if you, if you have accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you have, you'll understand the fact that God doesn't give up on us. That's right. God, God, God doesn't give up on His children. God doesn't give up on His church. You can see that all throughout Scripture, all throughout Scripture. He didn't give up, but the, 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 the story in the Bible, Valerie, if you, if you'll let me give this example, the story of in the Bible that blesses me when it pertains to God not giving up on rebellious people, is the story of Jonah. Yes. Okay. Oh my goodness. The story of Jonah. God told Jonah to do something. God told Jonah to go get up, go to Nineveh, warn, look, cry out against the people, warn them because their wickedness, their wickedness has come before me. He gave him instructions. And this came from God, an authoritative figure. Remember, we said what rebellious is operating against or resisting authority. Yes. Jonah, Jonah was like, no, I'm not going to Nineveh. I'm going to Tarshish. (laughs) 
<laughs> and, and and that's what he did. He got on the ship and he headed on the Tarshish. And we know the story. We know what happened. We know what happened during his disobedience. We know that they tossed him over off the boat. They we know that you know uh, uh, the, the he ended up in the belly of the fish. But the, the scripture says that God prepared the belly. He prepared the fish to swallow up Jonah. Yes. So even in Jonah's rebellious, God didn't give up on him. He was yet there. See, after the preacher, but I'm not going to do that. I promise. <laughs> My goodness. Jonah, listen, God, God, he prepared. Let me, I wish I could find it. He prepared the fish and he said he prepared it and he made it swallow up Jonah. Jonah had some dialogue with God through prayer while he was in the belly. And then after all of that dialogue, all of that prayer, all of that God, okay, yes, God, now I'm going to do what you tell me to do. The Bible says that God spoke to the fish and told the fish to give Jonah up. Yes, yes, he did. So listen, God does not give up on his children, rebellious or not. So we should not give up on our children. We shouldn't give up on our children, but what we should do is we lead our children in righteousness. We guide our children. We provide the support we need to our children. And we have to remember that we're not their savior. We can't save our children. God is the savior. We can't save them, but we can lead them. We can guide them. We can direct them. And at the end of the day, just as Jonah did, there's consequences for every action. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they have to suffer the consequences of their actions. But guess what? As parents, we're right there with them as they suffer whatever they have to suffer and go through. Because we didn't say that they wouldn't go through because of their, their what, they, what they decide to do because of the rebellion. But we don't leave them. That's right. That's right. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing all of that because um, I, I know I was a rebellious child. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and, and it's funny when you when, when you mentioned, you know, uh, blood lie. I was like, hmm, that's interesting. That's an interesting thought there. Um, but um, thank you because there are, there's some parents who feel like it's like I'm I'm at my I'm at my end I'm at the end of the rope I don't mm -hmm. know what else to do um but what I found um that helped me honestly when I was at the end of my rope when I felt like I was gonna give up was simply to pray uh -huh. to, for my my child to pray for my children um so I didn't I didn't give up I wanted to but I uh, and my last question um, is what lessons or lesson learned that you can now offer advice to other parents? Whatever you want to share. Well, well, first of all, I would say uh, to any parent, especially look, uh, a, a parent that is, uh, is, is saved you know, has accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as their savior, they are a believer, or if you have not, I am going to tell you to exhale. I am first going to tell you to exhale because let the truth be told from us as women, I'm going to speak from a mother's perspective right now. 
from when we go into the labor room and we lay on the table or in the bed and we begin to push and we push our child out into this world that we all know is cruel and is uh, unpredictable. Mm-hmm. So we push them out holding our breath. Come on here. Because we don't know. We don't know if we push them out, if they're going to start breathing on their own. If we push them out, you know, if we're going to have to uh, nurse any uh, disabilities, if we we don't know. So it's like we're holding our breath. So we hold our breath when they come out. We hold our breath when they get ready to go to uh, enter into school because we don't know what they're going to encounter when they go to school. We're still holding our breath because we just don't know. We're, you know, and, and, and a lot of that has to do with fear of the unknown. We're holding our breath. We hold our breath when they enter into high school. We hold our breath when they get ready to walk across that stage to graduate from college because now they are entering to a world that now your grip, your grip now because you're allowing them to grow is like, okay, your grip is loosening. So I'm going to say exhale, exhale. We're okay. Yes, we're okay. It's it's not until we exhale, first of all, and give thanks to God that we, he allowed us to birth children. We say thank you for that. We exhale, we thank him. We thank him for our children. And next I'm going to say, forgive yourself. Forgive, Mm -hmm. forgive yourself. Especially if you were a, or, or, or you may still be uh, trying to wrap your mind all around this, raising up a child in the way they should go according to the word of God. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you haven't done that, you've made some bad decisions. You, you, have, you have been some poor parents, and let's just be very honest. You have been a poor example. You have not shown them the things that they should you know, show them. You have not steered them in the right direction. Forgive yourself. Forgive yes. your forgive yourself because if it's not until you forgive yourself that you can even begin to go to this to 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 realize that there is a better way and that you can get help. You can change things. You can change the narrative. But if you don't forgive yourself and stop blaming yourself you know, for things that may have happened to your children, about your children, and pick up the pieces. Pick up the pieces where you are so that you can start changing the narrative. And I'm gonna tell you to celebrate what you've accomplished. We look so much on the, what I didn't do. What my child, my child is, my child is not like so-and-so's child. We compare our children. We do this, we do that. We beat ourselves up. How about celebrate you? Celebrate you, mom. Celebrate the fact that you have a teenager. (laughs) Celebrate the fact that you did do something well. Those days that you did show up. Those days that you did put food on the table. 
Those days yeah. that you did hold them when they were crying. Those days that you did put band-aids where they needed band-aids and heal wounds. Where those days that you were sober enough to listen. Come on, let's be honest. Those things. Celebrate those things. Celebrate. And my final thing would be realize that you can't do this alone. You cannot parent alone. Mm -hmm. And when I say alone, I'm not saying your child has to be raised in a two parent home. I'm not saying that, you know, you have to, you know, make sure that, you know, mama's there, daddy's there. Now that is awesome. That's that, 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 that is a well-rounded, founded home. Mm-hmm. But what you need to realize as a parent, period, if you're a, a mother raising a child, if you are uh, the, the, the daddy, you're raising the child, that you're not alone. God is your present help. We have a father, our creator that wants to help you wants to help us and he has the blueprint he has the instructions he has the way so I just encourage each parent I encourage you don't do it alone and accept his help invite him in invite him in why not try him you've tried it your way all this time you you, you've done it your way all of this time why not try his way you're not alone okay and let me see if i can reiterate those four awesome advice Mm -hmm. Uh, number one was to exhale you're gonna exhale number two is to forgive ourselves number three is to celebrate ourselves and number four is to seek god and walk with god in raising our children did I get those four correct? Yes, you did. Awesome, awesome, yeah, awesome. Awesome, thank you. Thank you, thank you for such an, an awesome interview. And before we end, I would simply like to just give you a moment to share um, something about yourself, your ministry that you would like the listeners to know. Awesome. Thank you for the opportunity again to um, connect uh, with Mama Goose. I thank you uh, for the opportunity to uh, even speak on this topic. It is so broad and uh, definitely uh, requires some very in-depth, detailed um, teaching. Uh, so I'm so grateful that you allow me to uh, kind of scratch the surface here uh, on the wisdom of parenting. And uh, so about me, uh, I am a Michelle Johnson, founder of My Mama Outreach Ministries, where we are, uh, we're, we're a family ministry, uh, family oriented. Mm-hmm. Our mission um, is to encourage and empower families uh, to live a Christ-centered life, a Holy Spirit-filled life. And we partner with you through offering trainings and support opportunities uh, that will help you produce this successful Christian walk. Uh, our motto is that we are, uh, um, our ministry is Christ-centered uh, and we're spirit-filled. 
Uh, we live off of the scripture, Matthew uh, 28, 19 through 20, when God tells us to go ye therefore and teach all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, uh, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever he's commanded. And he said, the low he'll always be with us even until the end of the world. So, you know, that is, that, that's what I live by. Uh, that is what our ministry is founded on. And we are um, aggressively, mm -hmm. aggressively trying to change the narrative uh, when it pertains to family, the family dynamic, the mother, the father, the children, and uh, allowing them to see uh, their individual importance in uh, the family unit and strengthening them in it so that they can be uh, a whole family. So uh, I just encourage you uh, when you get the opportunity to visit our website at uh, mymomentoutreachministries.org you will see all of our ministries broken down there and uh, we are in the process of uploading new training classes uh, we have um they have decreased because of, of course, the uh, COVID-19 and gathering uh, restrictions and things like that. But uh, we are going to shift more to some online stuff until uh, we're able to uh, meet as a small group safely. And we'll be led by the spirit with that. But I am a mother that I am a mother again of two beautiful children, adults. <laughs> Uh, a grandson that's uh, two <laughs> and one on the way that's due in October. I'm super excited about it. I have been married uh, uh, in July. It will be uh, 24 years and uh, I am uh, grateful for uh, everything that God is doing in uh, and through my family and through ministry and I'm just uh, humbled to do whatever God says and I'm grateful uh, to be connected uh, to you Valerie author Valerie Champion uh, and to watch all the great things that uh, God is doing in and through you and I again thank you for allowing the platform of Mama Goose to um, welcome my moment awesome 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 and did y'all hear that you can find her on www.mymomentoutreachministry.com. I like to just thank you once again, Coach. I'm going to call you Coach because that is exactly what you are. Um, <laughs> my sister, I love you so much. And as we come to the final end of our episode, I usually give our listeners um, just a little nugget. I know you've given some advice, um, but I usually leave them with an, uh, a little MGN, Mama Goose, and I am going to extend the privilege to you on today. So if you have anything else that you'd like to share, then please, by all means, go ahead. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you for allowing me uh, uh, the, the Mama Goose Nugget Spotlight <laughs> to kind of uh, close us out today. I just, again, would just uh, like to encourage each and every parent uh, just to be strong, be strong in the Lord, not to give up on you, uh, rethink things, take a new look. Uh, it's not too late to be the parent that God has called you to be. Uh, I encourage you first to be very honest, be very honest and fix whatever you need to fix because ultimately we are our, our children's example that they first look at. Be very honest, fix you. And whatever that is, if you need to go before God, if you need to repent, if you need to turn, if you just need to fix you, do that. And if you don't know how to do that, get 
help. Seek wise counsel. I just encourage you, uh, any state that you're in, you don't have to stay there. If it is not a healthy state, if it is room for growth, you don't have to stay there. Get help so that you can be the parent that God has called you to be so that you can in turn teach them the way to go. Because yes, at the end of the day, they do depend on us until they get to a place where they can begin to walk on their own and think think on their own and decide to do things on their own. And when we do that, remember to let them grow. Let them grow. Never, ever let them go. Never let them go. But please let them grow grow. Let them mature. Let them experience things. They have to experience things in order to mature. We all see the world that we're up against and we want them prepared for that. And they have to grow. They have to grow in order to be prepared for that. So uh, again, thank you so much for having me. I hope that what we've discussed on today helps you. I hope that the nuggets that we're given here are extended uh, will be something that uh, you can put into your toolbox and you can use uh, to help you uh, be a better parent. listening to Mama Goose Podcast, where we aim to share our stories of joy and pain, successes and failures, love and hate, and answered and unanswered prayers, all done in hopes that you can be inspired and encouraged by our experiences in raising and guiding our children, and to hear from you about what's going on in your world. So come along for the journey and find out what's on Mama Goose Minds today. Hey y'all, it's Mama Goose. Just wanted to remind you guys to check us out every second and fourth Thursday of the month at 1 p.m. If you don't have the Anchor app, You can always check us out on Google, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. All right. See y'all in the next episode.